0: Hello, this is Daniel Poppy, pastor at Emmaus Road Church in Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope this message will help you grow in your walk with Christ. If you'd like to support this ministry, you can do so by visiting theroadfc.org and click on the giving link. So we are going to continue to study the Sabbath together today. Let's review of it. So Sabbath can be defined in many ways, some of which are to stop, to rest, to delight, and to worship. Now, um, the past couple of weeks, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Rick have shared with us about stopping and resting. And today, we are going to talk more about what it means to delight in the sabbath however it's hard to delight or think about delighting when there are so many terrible things going on right is that how you thought i would start a sermon about delight like about the awful things going on but neuroscientists tell us that the mind is drawn to the negative over the positive at like a rate of 14 to 1 which is crazy but also if i think about my week and what news i read like did i try to seek out good news No. Did I refresh my news feed to see what was happening with the submarine and Russia and all the hailstorms in Denver and Nebraska? Yes. like All bad news. Did I refresh and see if they were going to change their minds about canceling Star Trek Prodigy? Yes. Have they? No. It doesn't make sense. (sighs) Anyways. Um, So the bad news is disorienting and it is everywhere, and it's really easy to focus on that bad news. We worry and we ruminate over the awful things like enslavement, inequalities, violence, poverty, natural disasters, and over stuff that seems a little more personal, like family relationship problems, job or school struggles, maybe very bad luck kind of things, like one time. I accidentally unplugged the meat freezer instead of the vacuum so I could plug in my computer to watch Star Trek (laughs) while I was painting a piece of furniture. Yet another piece of furniture. Sorry, Jason. Uh, That was a bad day for Jason when we discovered that three weeks later. And I was real pregnant and nauseous, so I couldn't even help clean up the mess. (laughs) He had to do it by himself, poor guy. So sometimes we have a lot of bad things going, going on that distract us, um, but we seem to be wired uh, to focus on that, um, all that bad stuff happening in the world and at home, and our news sources don't really help with this, they kind of take advantage of that, there's a continuous news cycle of scary things and enraging things and sad things and very little good stuff in between, um, but the bad things do need our attention. Um, We need to pay attention to the evils in the world and try to right the wrongs. We need to mourn tragedies. We need to try to heal broken relationships. We make food for people who are recovering from surgeries. We hear about injustices and do work to make them right. We come together to support strangers and provide basic things for them when natural disasters happen in their area. It's good to pay attention to the bad stuff. We don't ignore the bad stuff. We just don't let it cloud over and hide all the good stuff that's happening. The world is full of goodness to delight in. In John 15, Jesus said uh, that he has given us his joy so that our joy may be complete. Jesus has given us his joy. In scripture, joy is both a noun and a verb. And it's translated... To joy or to rejoice. Joy shows up as a feeling. It's that feeling in your life when everything is as it should be, which is a good feeling. There's also joy that comes that's beyond our circumstances, even when life is difficult. Joy also shows up as a fruit of the spirit, as a virtue or something that's developed in us. Joy is a discipline. Sometimes joy is easy breezy. Because life is going great, and there's a lot to celebrate. You're like dancing in the street, singing a song to narrate your day. And people come on and join beside you, and the animals start chirping in tune with you. There are some words right across the bottom by your feet, so people can sing along. You're feeling great and on top of the world. But other times, joy seems impossible, and you have to choose it. You have to look beyond what's going on inside of you. And choose joy Richard Foster calls this the discipline of celebration and this is how he describes it the decision to set the mind on the higher things of life is an act of the will that is why celebration is a discipline it is not something that falls on our heads it is the result of a consciously chosen way of thinking and living Sabbath is a discipline of celebration this is one of the most important disciplines in which we become people who are full of joy like God. In Genesis uh, Genesis 1, 31 through 2, verse 3, it reads, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing, so on the the seventh day he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So the word here for rested is Shabbat. It literally means to stop and to rest, but it also has this idea of delight in it, in it. Um, God isn't just resting at the end of six days because his body needed a break. God was resting because God was savoring and enjoying and delighting in the beautiful creation that God had made. Maybe you can connect with that idea when you complete something and then take a break to enjoy it. Like you've worked hard with your employee team, so you throw a party to celebrate. Or maybe you deep cleaned your home, so you use your sparkly clean shower to refresh yourself and then relax and uh, delight in the hard work that you've done. Maybe you won a baseball game, so you go out for ice cream. Or maybe you have worked really hard to learn to use the potty, so you celebrate with lemonade. You can tell what's going on in my house. (laughs) Um, And I painted my front door this week. Uh, It was like a black with white trim, and I painted it so that it's just all black now. And it looks really good and now i just want to stand there and stare at it and savor it that's hard to do when i have to be inside helping with lemonade and potty but anyway so you get the picture god worked really hard and then god sabbathed god rested so that he could savor uh, this wonderful and very good creation as we celebrate the sabbath we delight in the world god created There's so much that is very good and beautiful in the world, and we get to enjoy it. The mountains, they're right next to us. The canyons are a little further. There are fields, cute animals, flowers and trees. Did you guys see all the flowers out in the the courtyard this morning? They look really, really good. when I was in the office Thursday, I sat outside in the scorching sun so I could be out nearby them, and then I had to go inside because I was getting a sunburn. But it looks really nice. Nina, you do a great job cultivating your flowers. Um, so if you haven't gotten to enjoy those today, make sure you get a chance after the service. They're really nice. Um, there's so much good in creation to admire and delight in. We also delight in our lives. Though our minds tend to focus on the negative things, And the difficult things. Sabbath challenges us to remember how many good things we have in our life and gives us an opportunity to savor those and enjoy them and take delight in them. What are some of the good things in your life right now? Maybe you're in a place where that's hard to recognize and that's okay. We all go through those times. What about the people in your life that you enjoy and celebrate? What needs do you have that are being met? Have you had any good meals or have you had special memories that are standing out to you? Our Sabbath also leads us to delight in God. Within the Trinity, there is a union and joy, and we are invited into that life through our spiritual practices, including the practice of Sabbath. We connect with God as we bring our whole selves to God in stopping, in resting, in delighting, and in worshiping in scripture delight is connected to the imagery of bending towards something or to someone sabbath is not strictly personal or individualistic it is not a wellness routine or a self-care plan sabbath is communal and it is a shared reality with god it's not painting your nails in private as much fun as that is and i'm not saying you can't do that on the sabbath But (laughs) Sabbath is communal and it is a shared reality with God. It's like when you're hanging out with your friend and you enjoy something together and it creates joy that you two share together. The Sabbath is not just for us. We Sabbath for others as well. We stop working so that others can stop working. We cease fighting on the Sabbath and we make room for peace. We include others in our celebration. Sabbath is an invitation for us to fill our lives with goodness and beauty and delight so that we may share those things with the world around us. Sabbath is not a dreary religious duty where you have to be quiet in a corner all day long. Um, So how do we do this? This kind of joy is kind of against like The flow of culture and kind of like against what we're wired for Um, but first we slow down Sabbath um, uh, delight demands that we slow down and savor the goodness of each moment we are busy with everything we keep ourselves busy 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 I wonder how you can slow down to enjoy and savor the good things that are around you especially on the Sabbath day Perhaps for your Sabbath day to be slower, you shuffle your week around to manageably do those busy things on the other days of the week. Or maybe take inventory and see if all those things that you're doing are important to be doing. We also need to put boundaries around our Sabbath day. To Sabbath and delight, we have to say no to some things in order to say yes to joy. To delight in some things on the Sabbath, um, do you need to live with, that, with moderation during the week? This would require boundaries of how you live during the week so that you may in turn celebrate on the Sabbath. Maybe you put your phone away on the Sabbath, but you take care of everything in advance before that comes so that you don't fall behind on like your work or relationships or anything like that. Maybe you fast dessert during the week so that you can... Enjoy a big fancy dessert on the Sabbath or save your favorite TV show for the Sabbath. Maybe you do all your chores in advance so you don't have to be busy with those on the Sabbath. Those are just some examples and if you're like me, you, can, you can't go a day without doing laundry. Your whole life falls apart. So your boundaries are going to be personal and fit your life situation. For us, we have to do laundry because we do cloth diapers. So. We don't want that to happen. That would be bad. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) a good beginning place is to make an I will list and an I will not list, which is not meant to be like a legalistic kind of thing, but something to like set boundaries so that you can actually enjoy the Sabbath and have the freedom to not worry and stress in a way that works for you and your household. For each of these lists, You can think like, does this thing stop, help me stop? Does it help me rest? Does it help me delight and worship? Is this stopping what I'm normally doing during the week? Um, So if you're like a mechanic and you love to garden, you can go for gardening. But if you're a landscaper, maybe the Sabbath isn't time for more gardening. Um, Ask yourself, is it restful, delightful? Is it stopping, worshiping? Does it connect me to God? These boundaries guard the Sabbath day to keep it from becoming a burden and to keep it delightful and joyful. Most importantly, it requires you to give yourself to joy. For those of you who are new to having a Sabbath practice, a great question to ask yourself and give shape to your practices, what could I do for a 24-hour period that would give me deep joy in God? What are special things you can do only for the Sabbath? Maybe, like I said, just eating a certain food, like a dessert, or maybe your closest friends come over for dinner, or maybe you read books all day that are not related to your job. Traditionally, on the Sabbath, um, people delight in feasting and invite loved ones over. There might be a practice of gratitude, um, for what you have so that you can realize how good your life already is. And you can play and enjoy nature. Maybe your Sabbath would include a hike smelling all the flowers or the ponderosa pines. They smell like vanilla. It's so nice. I like to go on hikes and smell ponderosa pines. (laughs) Okay, now you guys are like, wow, we need to be worried about grace. And maybe um, you get your family together for a game of spike ball or backgammon, whatever works for you guys. A Sabbath meal is one of the most popular ways to celebrate um, the Sabbath. And food is really good, so we can understand why that is super popular. So you can try inviting some of your closest people over to celebrate with you. Maybe make a half-baked harvest recipe, um, because her recipes are so, so good. I promise Um, and then as you eat you can go around the table and share a highlight of the week and how you've seen God at work in your life and in the world now of course delight is great that doesn't mean it's easy and it doesn't mean that your life is happy all the time sadness will come and it might stick around even when life is going well stopping and resting can like cause you to crash and your body realizes how tired it is after everything it's been doing or how like your emotions have been stuffed down and now they're fine. your body's resting and you feel comfortable and it all just comes spilling out and so it can feel overwhelming for that to happen on a day when you're supposed to be resting and delighting and all that. But in, in practically every episode of Star Trek Voyager... Sorry, this is a lot of Star Trek. Jay's really happy. Uh, in every episode of Star Trek Voyager, almost, They come upon a dangerous region of space or a strange space anomaly or some other sort of stellar phenomena, and they realize that they can't go around it. They have to go through it, which is also the premise of the book, Going on a Bear Hunt, if you have toddlers in your house and know about that one. Um, so, So Captain Janeway will say, well, we don't want to add 15 months more to our trip. We're going to go through it. And Tuvok will object, but then they'll go through it, and they'll endure the tough scenario and come out on the other side eventually. They don't bypass the difficulties, but face them head on. Jesus doesn't want us to bypass our pain or get stuck in it or pretend like it's not there. Jesus wants us to go through it and come out on the other side which is the death and resurrection pattern presented to us by Jesus. Delight isn't denying pain. It's determination to move through the pain courageously and honestly and patiently and into joy. So Sabbath comes up every seven days to remind us of the goodness of our life with God in all the seasons of our lives, including the seasons that don't feel very good. Sabbath comes at the end of a great week, And it comes at the end of a lousy week. It comes when we've finished our to-do list and when we have definitely not finished our to-do list, which is my case most of the time. It comes in summer and it comes in the winter when everything is fine and when everything's falling apart. Sabbath comes to remind us that it's okay to not be okay. We have those hard weeks and months and even years But Sabbath still comes, and with it, a sense of peace and trust in God, despite our circumstances, which we sang about a lot this morning. Paul famously declared that we should rejoice in the Lord always, teaching us to find delight no matter what's going on in our lives. And that's the invitation Jesus gives us, to come and find rest for our souls, to follow this rhythm of work and rest, There's time to work and sweat and fast and lament, and there's time to stop and rest and feast and delight. To end, I'm going to read to you from the prophet Isaiah. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, then you will find joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride and triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And that's from Isaiah 58:13 through 14. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.